This is the World Industrial News for Wednesday, June 8th, brought to you by Industrial Info Resources of Sugarland, Texas. This newscast is sponsored by Aviva. Listen to part 10 of their podcast, Addressing Climate Change with the Internet of Things and AI. And I think if they went in and, and toured some of the ISOs that we have in the U.S., they would see very similar systems operating together today, but only for power, for electrical power. Right. But yeah. if then they walked over to the gas company, they would see a similar one for gas. And then if they looked at uh, some of these vendor-based uh, remote maintenance systems, they would see something based on equipment. The issue is that if you really want to have sustainability, you need all of the above. And so that's really, again, where the having a real robust data infrastructure helps you a lot because anything that needs the data can sign in and get the data it needs to do with function. And the data is not lost in these silos where it's been processed and ready to ready to go. Great. Anything to add on that, John? Yeah, I think the when you look across all the industries that you mentioned there, um, you know, there are a significant number of customers that are capturing that data already. And if they could just readily make that available to the center, um, cross their boundary into the center's boundary, I think that would open up a lot more opportunity that way and do it in a very easy way to integrate. You know, a lot of um, problems with large systems is the integration components. But given the fact that a lot, a lot of these leading industries are already our customers, that would allow them to bring that data in uh, very easily. And then you could worry about the remaining data to bring in uh, in a more difficult way. I, I would point out, too, if I could, that that really emphasizes a, a known uh, aspect of data that perhaps isn't that obvious and that is data is the only resource that the more people that consume it, the more valuable it gets. And so by having the, ability, having the ability to share actually has a lot more people consuming the same data and increasing its value. Absolutely. Yeah, we, we've been talking recently about the collective impact of our broad customer base and the amazing and immense savings on water and efficiency. So thank you so much, Pat. Um, thanks so much for joining us. And um, I really look forward to continuing the conversation. Thanks, John, as well. Thank you. To hear the full podcast, search for IIR's Industry Today podcast on your favorite podcast provider. The ongoing contest of energy regulatory ping pong continued last week when the Environmental Protection Agency proposed changes to the Clean Water Act. Those changes would reverse a drive by the Trump administration to limit the ability of states, territories, and tribes to block proposed infrastructure projects such as gas pipelines, coal terminals, and other energy projects that cross their boundaries. 
Geopolitical sparring, at least over the last decade or so, has created significant blowback on the global economy as Western sanctions stifle some of the world's leading oil producers. Contractual disputes between Russia and Ukraine during the early aughts left European gas consumers in the cold given the dense network of Soviet-era pipelines extending through Ukraine. Nucor Corporation continues to expand its downstream operations with the acquisition of Summit Utility Structures and Sovereign Steel Manufacturing, which produces metal poles and other steel structures for utility infrastructure and highway signage. This comes after Nucor last month announced its largest acquisition ever, purchasing residential and commercial garage door manufacturer CHI Overhead Doors for $3 billion. Industrial Info is tracking $7 billion worth of active projects belonging to Nucor, including two major projects at its 1.6 million ton per year Gatlin Mill in Kentucky that are scheduled for completion later this month. The North American Electric Reliability Corporation's recently released Summer Reliability Assessment Report is sounding the alarm on a series of issues facing the Mid-Continental Independent System Operator this summer. Lower water levels and droughts could mean an increase in unplanned outages. NERC also warns that demand could be strained, key transmission system repairs and tie-ins could see their completions delayed, and the system could see more than three gigawatts of generation shortfall. In other independent system operator regions, droughts and wildfires pose major threats to hydro generation assets' ability to run at full load. Other issues that affect ISOs and regional transmission organizations include supply chain and commissioning challenges, cybersecurity threats, and coal-fired generation assets that continue to face fuel supply shortages. And Norway's Equinor and partners have confirmed plans to spend almost $1 billion to develop a series of oil and gas discoveries neighboring the Asgard field in the Norwegian Sea. Halton East is a collective name for several small-sized discoveries and prospects. It comprises six gas and condensate discoveries and an option on another three prospects. For details on these and other breaking news, read the full stories at www.industrialinfo.com. I'm Peggy Tuck reporting for Industrial Info News.